Something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. closet. An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space, space. space to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped striped, striped boat neck sweaters. sweaters. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here, with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha. The Container Store, where space comes from. What Joel usually do? You be like, hey, oh, I, I yeah. forgot. <laughs> Don't even try to do it. Uh, we fucking up already. Welcome to Social Jibber. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome to Social Jibber. Episode twelve. <laughs> yeah, he do the uh, the, uh, the European yeah. accent. That's, That's not a European. Oh, okay. Yeah, English accent. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you say tomato. I'll episode say tomato. twelve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sound like one of the monkeys. <laughs> Is this episode twelve? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. So welcome back to episode 12. Today, we have our very first guest at Social Gibberish. Brad. Sound effects um, dude walked off yeah. on us. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> hi, Brad. Thanks for coming in and joining Social Gibberish today. We're excited to talk to you and get to know you. Oh, well, thank you for having me. Not a problem. So we usually go into our week just talking about how our week was, and then we'll get into it um first congratulations to flaw he just had his newborn journey new daddy journey right Made new daddy mm-hmm. nigga look tired another like he a, he a baby daddy again again <laughs> how many you got now six seven seven eight four eight kids right eight no four. Oh, four. Oh, okay. oh so right. it's about it's gonna be seven yeah by years. next year like seven by next year. <laughs> <sighs> Papa was rolling stone. Awesome. Yes. How was your week, Jerome? Um, did okay. You know, usual. Really usual. Oh, today. Uh, well, this comes out on Monday, but Sunday night, I'm going to see Anderson Park in concert. Oh, aren't you hyped? Yep, you got your silly. outfit. Did you pick out your outfit like the first day of school and shit? Nah, when you man, lay, you the lay only, your stuff the only out? reason because it's kind of like misty outside, like it's raining, so it might rain. So what? The concert's inside, right? Yeah, but we might have to stand outside for a little bit just to get uh, okay. in. I mean, because it's going to be crowded. All right. Well, let it's us know how so, that goes. been sold out, so it's going to be jumping Really? In. It's in Philly. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's going to be in my neck of the woods. Yep. Yeah. Only thing, I'm old. Yeah, me too. So that shit going to, like, I'm not going to get home till like midnight. Ooh. I'm so old, yo. I you got to have to call out, go to work. And I gotta, no, but I got to wake up at five. Oh yeah, so, I couldn't it do it. it I don't do concerts. I don't like crowds. I love concerts because I like music, but that's about the only time I actually like being in crowds. Yeah, uh, uh, and then you got to do that penguin waddle on your and way I re- out. And I really don't like the crowds, but I like live music, so mm-hmm. I got to keep the crowd. Like the crowd got to come with it. Yeah, right. If so, it was up to me, I just had that. It was a just, sacrifice. Yeah, if it was up to me. I'd be rich. Just had that nigga be playing in my basement or something, <laughs> chilling. So popcorn. The, the sound, the sound effects. With a, like adult onesie on. <laughs> oh gosh, you and that freaking onesie. And they're comfortable. Um, my week. What did I do this week? Nothing. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Um. Damn, what did I do this week? My sister's birthday was on the 23rd, which was yesterday. Okay, shout out to her. Yep. So um, I went to that. I didn't stay long, though. <laughs> so that was about it. I don't think anything like truly interesting happened. Same shit, different day, you know? How about you? How was your week? Uh, my week? My week was pretty good. I can't really complain. I had um, another shipment of books that came in, so that has already been selling um, and 
Trenton and every other city in New Jersey. So I'm really yeah, thankful gonna, for that. We're going to get into that uh, book. So I got to, you know, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, you know, a huge shout out to Trenton, New Jersey for showing so much love. When I got my first shipment in, all my books went within the first two days and the majority of those books were sold in Trenton, New Jersey. Oh, nice. wow. You know, uh, I, I do want to get into that. Like, So there was an interesting fact about you that I want to talk about first. Oh, my. <clears throat> when we first, before we started the show... You know, he was like, all right, the only thing about me is I don't curse. And y'all, y'all know we curse on this show, but I was interested in the knowing, like, like why you don't curse. Like, what's Yogi the reason about I don't know nothing. Oh, curse. fuck out of here. You- <laughs> yeah. See? See? So what, what's the purpose for that? Is there a purpose? Is it? Um, it's a number of different things. So, and it's nothing necessarily, because most people think, you know, Oh, he doesn't curse because he's religious or something. No, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily that. Um, I am a religious person, but it, it mm-hmm. doesn't fall primarily on that. When I was younger, my mother used to always tell me that there's always a better way for you to be able to articulate yourself. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a point that you're trying to get across, you don't necessarily have to curse in order to get that point across. Mm-hmm. Also, when I met my uh, my my wife, uh, she saved so. When I met her, I realized very early that cursing was just not in her vocabulary. Mm -hmm. And when I would curse, it kind of made her feel uncomfortable because Mm -hmm. she didn't curse and I did. So she kind of could handle it in in a sense. But it was, you know, it was one of those things where it was like, okay, you're cursing too much. Like Mm -hmm. you're cursing, like... Even if you're angry, like I can kind of understand, like you're you're angry, but at the same time, you should probably be able to control. You're a grown man, mm-hmm. so I was okay. I get it. And then also on top of that, if I'm speaking in schools and I'm speaking, you know, for corporations and, and things like that, I have to have control over my mouth. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm constantly working on that. I'm constantly making sure that I'm finding another word to get my point across mm-hmm. instead of saying what the how to. Mm-hmm. It, you know, mm-hmm. so I always I've gotten pretty good at uh, doing the whole uh, uh, basically the father censoring themselves. Uh-huh. You know, how to what <laughs> so it, 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 my father used to do it for the most part. He'll try not to curse in front of us. But, you know, sometimes it slipped out because my dad is my dad. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was going you know, trying to get him not to curse. Yeah. All right. Good luck. With that. <laughs> good luck with that. He's going to say what he wants to say. Right. Right. When, when it's too much for him is that I've had enough. Mm-hmm. It's coming out. Yeah. <laughs> That's when he's at his peak. Yeah. But for the most part, he'd be good. He's like, man, what? The? And then he'd be good. But then when it goes too far, it's like, all right. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, I get that. I, I actually on. get that way now. Yeah. You know, my kids, like, I never curse my children. Mm. Unless I get, like, I got to be really, really mad in mm. order for me to curse in front of my children like that. I, because I, my I, kids are young. Like, yeah. Oh, no, I've been yeah. cursed at. I've been cursed at. And that's like, oh, okay, she's serious. Yeah, like, I don't curse at my kids like that. Yeah, no, I was cursed at. It didn't make it, like, a bad thing. We weren't, like, Affected by it or anything like you that. You might have, you don't know. I don't feel the effects. That's of why it. you're so aggressive now. Girl. Nah. <laughs> that ain't it. That ain't it. That's just you. <laughs> no, I'm just crazy. <laughs> Thank you. So, back to you mentioned um, that your book sold out and um, mostly in Trenton. And I'm kind of shocked about, well, I, maybe I don't know about Trenton's supportive system. Um, Oh, and for, what's the name of the book? What's no, the I was going to get into oh, okay. it. I was going to get into it. I wasn't, you know, too sure about how Trenton supports, you know, the lo- local mm-hmm. um, achievements. Mm-hmm. So it's good to hear that your book did sell out in those two days. Right. And now your book is called Pain, Passion, and Purpose. So what was, 
first of all, what made you or what was the drive to even go here to write this book? What inspired you to write Pain, Passion, and Purpose? Um, I wrote the book Pain, Passion, Purpose because my um, my mentor told me that my story was unique. Mm. And even though I'm a, he, he, his words saying, even though I'm a good speaker, I wasn't going to be able to reach all the people that I needed to be able to reach. Mm. Because some people don't want to sit down and, you know, watch your video or whatever that's only like five minutes long or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, three minute or one minute clip on Instagram, something like that. Some people want to actually pick up a book and they want to dive deep in your story mm-hmm. and they want to read about the things that you aren't saying on stage because I've only got an hour to two hours when I'm on stage speaking. So nine times out of 10, you're not going to get everything that I have to give. Mm-hmm. And even in the book, there's some stories that I didn't put in there. Mm-hmm. There's some things I just have to leave out to make sure that the story is flowing properly. Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't want to make it too long. The book is probably under 100 pages. I wanted you to be able to read the book, dive into it, get an understanding for why I do what I do and the way that I do it, why I'm so passionate, why my family means so much to me, why my faith, you know, like mm-hmm. that type of thing. So I didn't want you sitting there all day like, oh, crap, maybe going going through a Harry Potter. Like, mm-hmm. right. nah, nah, it's not, it's not that deep. I just, that's what it is. It's like, okay, let's make this as simple as possible for people. Mm-hmm. So you don't, so you don't have a choice but to say, yeah, I can pick that up. Mm. So this is like an introduction to Brad and this is so for people to get to know you, especially when they go see you speak, they have a better understanding of who you are and your background. Absolutely. Okay. And do you, do you aspire to write more books? Is that why you didn't put all of your stories in there? Oh, actually what I did with the book is uh, this book talks about my upbringing and the people who were um, a part of my immediate circle, my mother, my father, Mm -hmm. my sister, my grandmother, and my best friend, the people who pretty much meant the most to me as I was growing up. Mm -hmm. And it talks of all the things I went through when I was younger, my relationship with those people. And when I actually, the cutoff at the end of the book is when I actually started uh, my career as a motivational speaker. Mm -hmm. So if it did turn out to be um, a success that I, you know, I would like for it to be, I have more content for you because I can go then I can go as far as diving into the story of how did I get started? How did I find my mentor? How did I get, you know, get my first paid speaking engagement? You know, mm-hmm. how did I get started with writing the book? How did I go through the process? Mm-hmm. So mm, I'm trying to, well, first let's, let's get into like, where can people purchase this book? Like where, where can they go to, to read your story and, and get to know you? Where can they get pain, passion and purpose? Uh, so you can actually purchase the book on amazon.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get it right there. Brad Butler, the second or pain, passion, purpose. Uh, just put that in the search engine. Or you could, if you're in the New Jersey area, Trenton area, I'm always in the, the Jersey area because mm-hmm. I live out here. Um, I'll come and drop off a book to you. And every book that I, um, that I order, I make sure on that first day when I get the um, the package, I sit down and I actually sign every last one of those those books. Oh wow, that's yeah. awesome! So if you have if you ever got a book from me and you weren't even sure, you didn't, you might not even realize it. But if you flip to like the first page, yeah, I signed it. Can you give us a little tidbit on what started your motivational? Because I know you said you you put that in the book as to why you got started, but what sparked your interest into motivational speaking? Um, my family, um, the thing that drives me the most is my legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, I really could care less about, um, you know, how hard I have to work or what I have to go through and the, the work that it takes or what people think about me mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know what I'm doing is, uh, for my family and for my legacy. It, it's so that my great, 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 great grandchildren will know what my name is. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the issue that we have within our community is that, you know, you can ask somebody, do you know what your you know, your great, great grandfather's name is? Do you know who they are, or what they did or whatever the case may be? Like, no, why not? Because they didn't leave you nothing. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 
So I'm like, you got to excuse me because I'm a little sick because as you're talking, I'm like, damn, I want to ask him this. And now it's like flying out of, out of my head. <laughs> um, but like with motivational speaking, do you look at any, do you have any inspirations for motivational speakers? Like for instance, my favorite motivational speaker is Les, um, Les Brown. Mm -hmm. I love listening to Les Brown. Um, and I also like listening to T.D. Jakes. Okay. Um, so those are like, like when I need to feel inspired or if I'm feeling a little bit down, those are my go-to people. So um, who are some of your favorite inspirational speaker or motivational speakers? Um, probably the number one person on my list as far as um, a motivational speaker in the industry would be Dr. Eric Thomas. Mm -hmm. um, and that's because uh, I actually had the opportunity to meet him, CJ, and uh, Carl Phillips, the whole ETA family, and they treated me like family like the day that they saw me mm -hmm. like I went to, I had the opportunity mm -hmm. I was blessed enough to go to one of the conferences and be able to sit closer than the people who were paying a thousand or more mm -hmm. to be there and be able to sit there and be blessed like that yeah um doesn't it like give you the confirmation that I'm on the right path for oh, me to be here right now absolutely and it, to have this advantage like yeah, I have to be, be on the really, right path really good it, it was crazy because like, like I can't I can't say it enough shout out to the ETA family because I was one of those people where I would get information and then I would kind of go away. Mm. I would mm. get the information, go away to implement the information that mm. I was learning because you can get bombarded with information that give you so much stuff to mm. try to build your, so you can never say that you can't build your business. Mm. Yes, you can because they give you all the information that you need. Mm. It's just, are you using it? Mm. So I didn't want to be the, one of those people where I'm just getting all this information. I got all these notebooks full of information, all this stuff to do and I haven't done any of them. Mm. So I would take, literally take a notebook flip through it. All right, what have I done? What haven't I done? And implement those things. So that's why I would actually be away from the platform for a while. Mm. And then I'll come back when I need more. So I thought because of that, no one was seeing me. No one knew me. And I showed up at an event and they was like, what's up, B-Rad? What's good? I was like, hi. <laughs> I didn't even know y'all knew me. Mm -hmm. We know exactly who you are. We know the double B's and the circle around with the, we know exactly who you are. That's your, that's your, your logo, your brand. Like even in Trenton, People don't necessarily know my name or knew, know who I am or what I do, but they see the logo. They know your brand. They know the brand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when they see me with the hoodie on and the jacket on with the double B's on it and everything, they're like, oh, I've I seen that before. I know. Who I, who are you? I know I've seen you somewhere before. Mm. So who are you looking to reach with this platform that you're you're rising to? Because it seems like you're getting bigger and bigger with this, especially with the new book coming out, right? Who are you inspiring to reach and, and help with your motivational speaking and your drive. Who are you after? Man, to tell you the truth, I just I want to be the inspiration that I wish I had when I was my when I was say fourteen years old. And what were you looking for at fourteen? Man, when I was fourteen years old, I was looking for um, to tell you the truth, I was looking for an adult black male who owned a business who was doing it the right way. Like I grew up around my father who was a drug dealer, so he had a business. It just mm -hmm. wasn't legitimate, mm -hmm. right? it, like. So I just, the thing was, I learned a lot from my father because mm -hmm. he told me all the ups and downs and everything he went through within the business. And I think that gave me a leg up on a lot of people because mm -hmm. of the fact that he gave me the game. I just took it and I flipped it and I used it for um, a positive purpose. Mm -hmm. So I went out and got the EIN number and got, you know, my, my LLC and I made sure I got a mentor and a product and had something that I could sell. And I made sure I was being of value and I give more than I ask for. Mm -hmm. So anytime that you're giving more than you're asking for, you're always going to get that in return because you're sowing the seed. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, that's, I appreciate that. I don't want to hog it. Do you have no, no. Good shit. Um, it's funny that you said that because um, 
I was talking to a girlfriend of mine and, you know, she she's looking for a mentor for her son. And she said it is so hard to find a positive black male um, mentor for my son, because even some of the platforms that are advertised when you call, there's no answer. When Mm -hmm. you reach out, there's no reply back. When you ask for help, and some prominent people too, they're not delivering on their promises. So it's good to know that, you know, you you plan on reaching those type of people because I feel like our, you know, our city needs that and our children needs that. Um, And our our children needs that, that motivation. So that's a good thing. So you aspire to reach young, the young, is it like a black male, you know, or it's just wide a wide range, age range, correct? Uh, it would, it, if you were going to give an age range, it would be from uh, 14 up to, I'd say, 21. Mm. Uh, because within that bracket, you're dealing with different things. So I, Yeah, that's. I think that's when you're the most impressionable. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I've, I can tell you, I just went through, if, just, if you read through my book, you'll see that like I went through so many different things and the mental warfare that I went through, mm. just trying to figure out who I was, what I was supposed to be doing. Listen, uh, I heard a long time ago that a man without purpose is lost. Mm-hmm. If you do, if you are a man and you do not know what your purpose is, you are lost. I don't care how much money you think you have, mm-hmm. all the accolades that you have gotten, mm-hmm. all the materialistic things that you have. If you do mm-hmm. not have a purpose, you are lost, and you I will totally continue to agree. be lost. I to- I totally agree. Not not just for men, but for for anyone, both men and women. Because I've I've remembered distinctively, like. Um, talking to God like God, I reveal my purpose. Reveal my purpose because there's nothing. There's like I. It's nothing like going through life and just living everyday life routinely and not fulfilling a purpose. That's what you're here for to experience life. So, and sometimes you get lost in that, especially with what you experience as a younger age, because that kind of molds you. And and sometimes you get lost. And I totally agree. Having a purpose and finding your purpose is so important in your growth like mm-hmm. it's so important because it if not having a purpose you're so easily astray to other people's purpose right. whether that be illegal right. or legal <laughs> yeah know? i mean and at the same time you you have to kind of hone on your skills and figure out where you fit in and uh, for a lot of people if you're having a hard time leading others it's probably because you need to follow somebody first mm. so and, and not many people want to follow yeah yeah not, not many people want to do the following thing mm-hmm. but i had to learn that the hard way it's just that okay, Brad, you want to do this, but you're not ready yet. You haven't honed your skills enough yet. You're speaking, but you sound like like you sound like somebody else. You don't sound like yourself. Mm. I literally had my mentor tell me, um, Brad, I don't want you speaking no more. Mm. Stop wow. speaking. Stop and speaking you because that. you sound like, like you, you don't sound like the person you're supposed to be. You don't have your own unique voice yet. Mm. And that's hard. Mm. It's hard for somebody to tell you that, you know, stop doing what you love because you're not doing it right. Yeah. Mm. But that's, I feel like you need you need to be faced with Absolutely. some type of criticism. And plus for you to actually trust him to believe him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To actually do it. That's hard. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like in every aspect of your life, you probably need a different mentor. Like I have a spiritual mentor. Mm-hmm. I have a mentor for business who is, who is a person who helped me to develop my skills and my um, ability to speak and run it as a business. Listen, I'm a businessman. I just happen to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, my gift is speaking, but I, I'm a businessman. I do business first. Mm-hmm. So that's why when people come to me and they say, okay, well, you know, what is your your, your fee and this and that? Oh, I, listen, I got a proposal and I got a contract for you. Like, we're going to do this the right way. You're not yeah. about, like, you're not about to slide me $50 under the table. I, I think everything's yeah. cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Because nah. you got to know your business. Yeah, I got to pay got, taxes. Yeah. Yeah. You got to. And it's, it's your livelihood on, over anything else. So where do you see yourself in five years? Like, how do you. 
want to build this brand up? Do mm-hmm. you want to, you know, open a mentorship program? Like, where where do you see yourself in five years? Well, um, I actually started doing some of the things that I said that I wanted to do in the next five years. And the way I did that is I did it while... Eh, I, even though you're scared to do something, you do it anyway. Mm-hmm. So I started um, my uh, my mentorship program as far as helping people who uh, are entrepreneurs and they're just getting started and they want to become speakers or they want to build on their platform as an entrepreneur and they don't know the business aspects of it. I started a course uh, teaching people how to be able to write their book and let and write it and publish it in less than six months because I wrote my book in two weeks and I published it in less than six months. Mm. And I got, I run into people who are like, yo, I, I got this book stuck in my head. And I've been thinking about it for years. And well, you need to come talk to me and just pay this fee and stop playing around so we can get this thing off the ground. Because once we get this thing rocking and rolling for you, you're going to get that money right back. So you telling me you sat at a computer and these words just fluidly ran out of you to write this book. Well, it's your story. It should. I'm about right? to say, nobody knows my story better than yeah. I do. And I've said it, and that's another thing, with me being on stage and speaking it and saying it all the time, it verbatim. It just mm. came out verbatim. Mm. Now, obviously, there were some things that had to be changed because I had to send it to an editor, and they're saying, okay, that sounded really nice, you know, if it was coming out of your mouth, but we're writing this. So, we're going to have to water this down a bit. Uh, and you kind of got to take that story out if you want to get this in middle schools. And, we got to change the verbiage Tweaking, a little bit. Yep. I yeah, said, okay, yeah. no problem. I got you. I'll play the game and let's do what we got to do and get where we need to be. Now, mind you, my thing on top of that is my job is to provide you with the story. Your job is to edit it and make sure it looks nice. Mm-hmm. You do your job. I'll do my job. Mm. Oh, all right. <laughs> Businessman. It's hard. It's hard to... It, when you're running a business, you have to be that vocal. Yeah, and it's a whole lot different when you start, when you're paying people. Yep. Yeah. When I'm coming out my pocket, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Listen, I need you to do what you said you were going to do yes. because when yeah, I get yeah. on stage and they cut me a check for X amount of dollars, they're saying I need you to deliver this message and right. I need you to touch somebody's heart in yeah. here. No problem. Yeah, I got you. This is not personal. Mm. And what? Yeah. And once I'm done, I get off the stage. I'll take pictures. I'll autograph. I'll do whatever you want me to do. But when I'm on that stage, it's all business. Mm. It's all business. I have to deliver a message. I have to bring that check home to my wife. Hey. I hey, I commend you. Hey, soundboard guy <laughs> and producer. Uh, can we get some hand claps in here? You got any standing ovations over there? Uh, okay. No, no standing ovations. <laughs> We're not there yet. That's part of our five-year plan. <laughs> <laughs> we got, well, for now, you're going to have to stand up. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Stomp your feet and light a match in here. <laughs> well, it's... Um, I can say that I'm very glad that we had you on it um, as a guest because I think I'm really into motivational speaking. That's why when I saw it, I was like, yeah, we got to have we got to have something like that on the show because, you know, people need that drive. They need a drive. They need something that they can listen to that somebody telling them you can do this because there's so many people around them in some cases that are telling them you can't do this. There's a lot of people that is going to dim you like, have you matter of fact, have you ever run into somebody and say you can't do this? Not your mentor, because he said that because he wanted you to be greater. Right. But has somebody said, no, you don't. Yeah, you don't you spark my the interest. haters out there. Yeah. Uh, you know what? <laughs> if you don't have somebody hating on you, or you don't have somebody telling you that you, you know, I don't like your style or whatever the case may be, then you're not doing something exactly. right. Exactly. Because That's if, my if right they there. if they take the time to tell you 
that I don't like this or I don't think you could do. That means they saw you. Yep. That means they saw you. Yep. That means you were looking. And they processed your art, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it is. They took For the them time. to even yep. put, give right. an opinion, you exactly. had to watch yep. what I was doing. Right. And and I don't I don't give that, you know, the energy that it needs. It's literally, okay, cool. You, it might not be the cup of tea for you. But when I'm out there and I'm speaking and I'm looking into these young boys and young girls' eyes and their eyes start to water up and they start crying because I'm telling them my story and they're like, yo, that's me. He's talking about me. Mm. And I get people that pull me to the side afterwards. Like, yo, my dad was a drug dealer too, or I'm dealing with that now. They're trying to make me get into this gang. Like, I, I dealt with this. I dealt with that. I was molested, whatever the case may be. Like, everybody got they, their demons. Mm-hmm. And when you go out and you're so transparent and you're able to share your demons with people and tell them not only how I dealt with all these different things that were difficult in my life, but also how I got through it. Mm. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time that, you know, I don't, I didn't want to see the light at the end of the tunnel. I wanted to be the light at the end of the tunnel. Know, you wanted to get there too like I don't want to just keep looking at this light like damn all of this stuff happened to me and you you know you just sit there and wallow in all the negativity right. instead of doing something about it right. so I mean that's great I mean that's I mean that's awesome and I feel like um, and I still get it now Yeah. Do you, now. do you have anybody feel some type of way like you with, the, with putting your story out you have to put other people that was involved with your right. life Right. Their story out where they like, ho, ho, ho now. Don't be telling my shit because you were. Yeah, right. You talk about how your dad was a drug dealer. How yeah. you feel about you telling people that? It, my, you know, my mom and my father, obviously, they, they were nervous about it at first because they were like, well, you know, that's our story. You mm-hmm. know, we, we're past that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not trying to Especially go back. Black family. Black families don't yeah, have no stories come out of the house. Under that rug. You <laughs> keep all that shit under this roof. <laughs> right. But, but the thing was, you know, we were like the black sheep of the family. So everybody knew about us. My father was a popular drug dealer. So everybody knew who he was. He owned three blocks in Jersey City. Mm. Like you couldn't run through there without running into him or, mm. out, without, or without knowing his operation. Or if you were a cop, you were probably getting paid off by yeah, him. So, so like, yeah. you know, it, it's. So regardless if he would have talked about his dad or not, everybody would have known. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I literally, when I went to Uncane University and I was playing football up there, when I made the team, somebody called my father and was like, yo, so your, so your son's on the football team? My father hadn't been in Jersey City for 16 years. Mm. How you find my father? Damn. And they looked on the roster and found me on the roster. That's your son, ain't it? Yeah, that's your, that's that's my son. Hey, congratulations, your son made the team, <laughs> bro. Where'd you come from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but wow. that's just that's just how it is. I mean, I could take from that too. Like I, through your conversation, I could take from that too because um I I started my like uh like I started my own thing and through my own thing and I'm not I don't want to get specific about it. Mm-hmm. I started revealing certain stories about myself, like growing up without a dad, that, right. how that affects you. And I'm just like, I'm sitting back like, damn, am I telling too much of my story? <laughs> you know what I mean? Am I telling that's my thing whole is your story. too much? <laughs> my thing is, is it's your story and you went through it. And the way I looked at it is for all this pain and, and fearfulness and, and, and depression and, you know, the poverty and all the things that me and my family went through. Oh, we about to get the upside from this. Mm. You know, we're going to tell this story and we're going to put this out there and we're going to make the, like we're going to show how we turn tragedy into triumph. Mm. And I tell people all the time it's something called the, uh, the three T's. Um, you know, without trial, there's no triumph. And without triumph, there's no testimony. Mm-hmm. So no mm. one wants to hear your story until you've gotten through it. So you find somebody that's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with this right now and I'm working on it. All right, well, call me when you get through it, bro, because you going through it right now isn't doing nothing for me or anybody else. You're going through it. You haven't gotten through it yet. You're not. So, on the but other don't side you want to? Don't you want to give that that um, encouragement to someone who's 
currently going through Yeah, something? I encourage you to keep going and go through it, but don't tell me about it. Keep working. Because mm-hmm. no one cares about how much, like, that's like somebody going to college. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm working on it. I'm, on, I'm, I'm trying to get it. It's rough, but, you know, I'm working on it. Cool. Call me when it's graduation time. Because people drop out every day. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. People drop out every day. I'm not going to glorify you trying. Yeah. People glorify execution. Yeah, everybody's trying. Yeah, everybody's trying. Everybody's trying in life. I don't want to try. I want to execute. I want to get things done. I got you. Mm -hmm. I want to come home and show my wife I did it. Mm -hmm. I got it done. Mm -hmm. Because trying don't pay the bills. Trying don't pay (laughs) one (laughs) bill. I tried to go to work today, but I just didn't. I tried. Like, I, I tried to get I on stage. I tried to do all this overtime, but I went home. <laughs> like, I, I tried to get on stage and, you know, and I tried to inspire them, but, you know, it just didn't come out. Get off our stage and yeah. give me that check back. Mm-hmm. I can't have that happen. I'm sorry. I work too hard. Mm. I work entirely too hard. I can't look, I can't go home and look my wife in the face. And, and you need to, you need to um, unite with somebody that's got that drive too. Cause you, you know, can't be, you can't get in business with somebody who's trying. You got to get in yeah. business who, with someone who has that same drive as you. Yeah. That way you can be successful. So you I mean like know. your significant other or you mean like anyone. partnerships? And like, okay. and partnerships, anyone. Okay. Like, cause you got family and friends when they start seeing you doing good, that's the first people that come up to you like, Hey, let's get into something. I'm like, all right, but what, what did you do? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you got to make sure that they got the same job as you because right. they're trying to get an easy out mm-hmm. by jumping on your coattail. You yeah, know what I mean? Because you did That's why you got to know who you're dealing with. Yep. Mm. So, um, we're going to get into some of our regular shindig stuff. Um, I want to talk about the Jesse Smollett arrest. They actually arrested this guy. Oh, the memes oh, on man. this. Man, this is man. truly embarrassing. <laughs> this man, is, oh, man. And my whole thing is, Why? You weren't in the spotlight for doing anything bad. You weren't in a position where you needed attention. Why? Why would you do that? Man, um... Because he wanted to be the gay Tupac. So... (laughs) Who doesn't want to be the gay Tupac? But why? You already are on Empire. Why you have to be one in real life? But he's not the gay Tupac, though. He was just the gay Jesse Smollett. Oh, you mean like the real life version? Yeah, he wanted to be, you know, the man. He wanted to be tough. You gotta stay he in even said, He even said when he lied, he said he didn't call the cops because he wanted to everybody to know that he was... That you know, he fought he, back. He fought back. So he called Lee Daniels first. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I, <laughs> the story I, made sense in the first place. I guess my outlook on it, I, I might have looked at it a, a little bit different because they said, you know, what the reasoning for it was and then mm-hmm. they posted, you know, how much... Um, the, the stars were getting per episode mm. and like the, the numbers were way different. I'm mm. talking about part the Red Sea different um, as far as the gap in between them. Mm. And the only thing it really made me think about was what I said earlier is like, you know, you give more than what you ask for. Mm. So, you know, if you want to be seen, if you want to get paid a certain amount, then you have to put forth the effort to make people believe that that's what you deserve. Mm-hmm. Now you get people all the time, you know, they say, you know, I want, six figures a year, but you're only giving $30,000 worth of effort. Mm. Mm. So you're going to, you know, you're going to get what you deserve. Mm. My, my coach in high school told me all the time, he said, listen, you, you get what your work deserves. So mm. if you're not playing or if you're not getting this, or I'm not giving you the respect that you think you deserve is because that's what you've given us. Yeah. Mm. That's a so, common and, thing. And, and that that's, might be what it is. I don't know that man personally. I don't know what's going on within their industry. I don't know. But what I can say is that is a necessarily like a rule of thumb. That I've gone by and I've lived by for a long time now, and it's always worked for me. I always give more than what I ask for because what goes around comes around. Yeah. Well, well, well Jesse 
gave up a lot this time. <laughs> he gave him his said? freedom. That's it. Hey. Yeah, he sure did. So and he really is the gay Tupac. He, no, he it's going embarrassing. Jail. Like, he comes from a family of he's entertainment. He's going to jail. His, he's going to have to get shot a couple times first. Uh, yeah, he like, might, yeah, yeah, he might stage to, that, too. Uh, at least. <laughs> How you stage He might shoot himself. At least remix ain't nothing like a gangster party. I'm telling you, I, I hope this doesn't happen. But my prediction is he going to, like, he like it might he might try to commit suicide or something. It's they probably gonna put him in like a padded cell or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they're gonna. The he's he's gonna say that he wasn't mentally stable. He wasn't on no medication. A suicide attempt is coming. Like it, I already know how it's gonna go, man. Yeah, to to, to publicly be that's embarrassed because that's, that's the only way he would be able to save face for this. And you know that's crazy because people would literally give they arm or leg just to, just to be in a Relevant. spot like yep. to have a mm-hmm. chance just to have yep. a chance to showcase what they could do like i've had literally situations you know with me coming up trying to you know get things rolling it's just like man y'all mm-hmm. some of these people getting these opportunities and you're not even taking it inv- you don't yeah. even care about he actually kids made it and, you know stuff like that like he's actually on the show this is not right. like a person that was like an extra Right, right. Like he has a recurring role on the but show. But he's from a family of like his yeah. sister is uh, acting in Eve's Bayou. She yeah. she was in a couple of she was like a child oh. actor. She's oh in, wow. She's in one oh, of the Oh, is that the girl with the, the light the, skin the girl? With the yeah, yeah, that's yeah. his sister. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, so um, what she was, Journey something. Yeah, Journey. Smollett. Yeah, yeah Journey Smollett. Yeah, she's yeah. actually in the new um DC movie coming out too. Which I was wondering why press. she didn't cuz I follow her too and she never took you know, a lot of people were posting him like in support or whatever, but I've never seen a that's, post from that's, her. That's her brother. Though. A lot of that was probably, like, you know, between them two, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's, I, I don't mind family members not expressing their feelings in social media. Yeah, yeah. that's personal. true. Like yeah. they're just texting each other. That's true. They yeah, don't my sister would call that. me. My sister, if she got a problem with something I've said or something I did, she'll call me. Like I literally had a situation. My sister called, cussed me out. She <laughs> she was talking yeah, because she was she wanted to call and talk to her brother, mm. and I got on the phone and I was still in business mode, so I got on the phone as B Rad Inspires, mm. and she's like, "Listen, you my brother, and sometimes I just want to talk to my brother. I yeah, don't yeah. want to talk to B Rad Inspires. I don't need a motivational speech." right now mm. i need my brother sometimes you gotta turn it off mm. man and it's, i was like uh, social media social media trained us that way yeah. like take Took facebook for for example when say it's my birthday would you say happy birthday on my facebook page or would you just text me me yeah i i do both i'm too busy for all that i'm it's coming on facebook sorry really i ain't got, I ain't got no time but if, for all that but if it's your family yeah, though you wouldn't do that like yeah. i wouldn't say happy birthday to my mom on facebook yeah, uh, i'm not posting happy birthday on her actually facebook page. i did do that but why sister. though i did it on i went on insta no that's not true I text her at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, happy birthday. I can see if you text her first and then do it so yeah, everybody can see. Yeah, I did. I text her three o'clock in the morning. But it's crazy how social media first. has trained us to do stuff. Yeah, like that's that. true. Like if you actually know the person personally, mm-hmm. you have their number, like their real number. Why yeah, you put it that's, on? That's different. And that's that goes different. back yeah. to Jesse. Like it, it, like people are willing to do so much to stay relevant, stay in the industry. Are, are the women are willing to expose so much to stay mm-hmm. in the industry to stay relevant? Um. Even to the point where they're not even embarrassed to come out with certain stories. Yo, Black China started dating Soldier Boy for a week <sighs> and a half. <laughs> uh, 
like stuff like that, man. Like, what was the point? At, at the same time, you also have to look at it and understand that a lot of what they're doing is strategic. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not about that was definitely you know, strategic. It's not about love. It's not even like. It's, yep. it's just the fact that okay, you hot right now, and I need your platform for me to get relevant again. So let me jump on the bandwagon, uh, Soldier Boy. Put your headband on so yep. we can do this video real quick. And it's like, come it's on, all about right? and, But the thing is. People don't see through it by now. It's yeah, been years on top of years on top of years of people doing the same thing over and over again. I see right through that. Yeah. It, goes, it goes back to what you said. Like, is that your purpose? Is This is this is what your purpose is, yeah. dating multiple men. And now you have children. So what example did you want to nah, set the, for your yeah, own daughter? So you can, you can keep her name in your mouth, just like we're talking about them now. That, that's the purpose of it. I, I'm honestly, it, like, whatever you do, like everything done in the dark is gonna to come to the light. Like your, like whoever it is that you really are, it's gonna to come to the surface yep. sooner or later. Like you can fake it, but but so but for so long. Yep. That's why people within the industry, you see, they start to die out. You know, and you see the real talent and the people who really, really work hard. They still relevant. Mm. They still around. You still find yep. Jay Z. You still find mm-hmm. Beyonce. Mm-hmm. You still find you know Rihanna was like over overseas. You know. Doing work, giving out, you know, giving back to different countries that are needy and stuff like that. It's never like every time I hear stuff about Rihanna, yeah, she party and do her thing, whatever the case may be with her peoples. But I always see stuff about her giving back. Yep. You always see, you know, Jay and Beyonce giving back. And Rihanna's so big now, she doesn't even have to put out music anymore. Because she did the groundwork yep. earlier. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. She really does not have to put out another album for the rest of her life. You know what I like about her and respect about her, too? Because we're talking about, you know, women exposing their styles. And, you know, she she does it tactfully, I guess. And um, also with Cardi B and, you know, the way she... But you know what I respect about those women is that they're 100% unapologetically their self. Yeah, you you're know genuine. I mean? I'm cool with it. Yep. Yeah. If you're genuine, if that is... Now, I may not agree with the way you go about it. But that's not my place to judge anybody. Mm-hmm. My thing is, if you are like Cardi B, she going. I ain't, you haven't seen too many. You haven't seen too many males in the industry go as hard as she's going. As yep. far as mm-hmm. like the last person you probably seen go that hard was Wayne. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably Wayne. Mm-hmm. That just conti- hit after hit after hit mm-hmm. and just going and Absolutely. feature after feature after mm-hmm. feature, just going, and going, where she going, came going, going. From it, it, like she was literally stripping like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And she's not sorry about that. No, because yeah. the industry, like, if you get wrapped up in a, yep. Yep, if you get wrapped up in apologies, your career is going to end like yep. that. She doesn't care. If you get wrapped up in saying I'm sorry, I was a stripper, or I'm sorry that I said this. I like those that say I said it, and yes, I threw sh- the shoe at Nikki at Fashion Week. Because that way, people can't use it against you. Right, you, you got to address it. You got to address exactly. it. Yep. That's why, like in my book, I talk about all the things that happened with me, so that if you try to bring it up later, or I speak about it when I'm on the stage, you try to bring it up later. Oh yeah, but did you know this about Brad? Did you know? Uh, yeah, yeah it's in the book. Somebody paid to get that information. <laughs> Check too. out page fifty-seven. Nick. Like, I can, I can tell you exactly where it's at. I'll tell you what chapter it's in, bro. Like, I'm not hiding nothing. Like, that's part of the reason why I feel like I get asked to come in and speak because I'm transparent. Mm. I'm not trying to hide it from. If you ask me a question, I'm gonna give you the answer. You can't to build it. a legacy on a lie. Come on now. Listen, what you you want to get on stage with me? Uh, I'm, I'm about to say, say that. You want to get up there Jess? and give him a hot 15? <laughs> tell, tell that to Jess on the set. <clears throat> Jess tried, tried to lie to have made this his foundation of and being now, a gay Tupac. he's publicly embarrassed. That like, should get I, burned. I, you know what's crazy, though? He's still saying that he's innocent. Okay. Well, let well, that, like you said, let that truth be, be seen because it did come crazy. out that he did not pay them to get 
to jump him. He paid them for nutritional assistance. <laughs> he a check. I don't know what was he trying to be built like him. He I don't know what his check, ultimate yo. goal. Who last time you wrote out a paper check? They didn't oh. say he was like they were like trainers, yeah, or something like that. So they look like trainers. They were extras on the show. Okay, one of them was on the show, and they're brothers. There's something fishy about it, regardless. Got video of them buying the stuff that they used, like real video. Like he going down, man. Okay. Like they got Jesse video of them. bought the stuff? No, no, they bought the stuff. Oh, okay. But they have video surveillance of them buying the stuff. Mm. Well, hopefully, I'm hoping that it comes out that he paid the with real a paper check. It's just ridiculous. How all dumb around. is that? Yeah, yeah, and and that and that just goes to show you that you know money is not everything. Fame is not everything. I literally see some and within the industry that I'm in. I'm constantly around different figures, and you know. People that you know do social media platforms and stuff like that, and they're popular and stuff. And I tell people all the time: if you ever want to check and see, you know, if somebody's really living the lifestyle that they're living, you know, go to their go to their page and go all the way down to the bottom and see like the first couple videos that they made, you know, and see where they were at. Were they in the bathroom and, and in the house and apartment, something like you that? See and go progr- all the way back up to yep, the top. You can see the progression and see did they progress or are they in the same spot? Like, mm-hmm. oh girl, you still in the same? Okay, so you just, you just they just sending you products and stuff. You're not making yeah. no money. You're not really. You know, you're not really doing business. You can, you're tell, not really... By the, you can tell by the quality of the videos. Uh, well, you can tell as they step up. Uh, okay, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, start yeah. to invest in themselves. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. Tell. thank you. You get that. No, and those I can I can appreciate. I can respect yep. those. The ones who like, okay, they on their game. They see, all right, I got 15 minutes of fame to hold on to this thing. Let me max out, and then I can take a, a level up, a level up, yep. level up. And that means they normally find a mentor. They yeah. find somebody that can help. You them. can tell who invested in themselves on their like YouTube page. If yeah. you go to that first video, and like you said, they were mm-hmm. there in their living room, bad lighting. Mm-hmm. Then you go two years later, it looked like they're in the studio. Yeah, yeah, they got the HD ring light camera. now. You know I mean, <laughs> like, you, yeah, you can tell. Yeah, I, that's why on my page, I don't take anything down. I keep all the old stuff so that you can see that I progress. So you go all the way back and look at my first video. I'm in the bathroom yep. trying to balance my my phone <laughs> on the, the sink, trying to make it work. You know, yeah. st- try, that probably was your first stutter. video. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of people hate their first me. videos. Like yeah. you're not supposed to start off like you the, like you the man because it doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't, doesn't look right. And then you, you see, and then you'll notice other people. They'll go back and they'll delete all the old stuff. Nah, I'm not deleting none of the old stuff. You yep. need to see that you can do it too. And not, you need it for yourself too, so you can see where you came from. Oh yeah, yep. Joe, so I'm, so- I'm, I'm telling you, go back to our first podcast. Oh yeah, I listened to it like a couple oh, weeks God, ago. It was so bad. My God, <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> I was like, man, what was we doing, man? Nothing. Yo, we was it, on there, it's man. like that for everybody. <laughs> we were just talking. It's like that for everybody because I go back and look at mine, and I'm like, man, it I didn't have my there. brand together. I'm mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Somebody walked by the bathroom. <laughs> and I know my father. I'm, yo, I know my father. Look, because this is back when I used to live at the um, my, at my grandparents' house, right? So I know my father walked past the bathroom. I'm in there yelling, and he like, "What is wrong with my son? Like, what is wrong with my son? Like, I'm in the bathroom because you know he got the echo in the bathroom. Don't like that. It's hilarious. You know, I got the echo. I'm in falsetto in the bathroom trying to give a motivational speech. I'm trying to convince myself that I'm powerful. It's not even for nobody else. I'm, I'm drunk. All right, bro. So now I'm a comedian now. That's how it is. Know what I'm saying? And and I'm telling you, and then I went from there to now, if you look at the last video I had, I was on stage. Yep, Mm -hmm. see? Lights shining on me. And I'm like, man. You you have to, like, for people that you like, you like to see that progression. People who, that you know, consume the art. They did. Yeah, yeah. Because that's how you become the inspiration. Oh, I I love love to see that underdog story. Yeah, especially for creators. 
Like if you're you're creative, yeah. So you love seeing stuff like if that. If you're somebody that's going through it and you know how it feels, yep. yo, I know how it feels for somebody to tell you just blatantly, no, 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 you're not good enough. You're gonna have to put on a suit and a tie to come speak here. I have to do what? Yeah. What does a suit and a tie have, have to, do to do with the content that I'm about to yeah. deliver to you and your staff? That would make me not want to do mm. it. Like I spoke for Verizon and no one no one would have believed it had I not had the video for it. Mm. And I still got to maintain my integrity and be the person that I am. I still was with the hat on. Can and, I ask you a question? Yeah. Not to cut you off. No, go you, ahead. So you brought up integrity and we talked about this the last episode. Oh, okay. What was your take on Steve Harvey, his conversation with Monique, when he oh, said, wow. um, you know, I'd rather, basically saying that I'd rather have the money over integrity because integrity is not going to feed my family. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you would ever reach that point? Like, because I feel like your product that you're delivering to me is not authentic at this point. Um, I'm thankful for the, the fact that I, um, I can pick and choose when I'm in the limelight. So I can choose whether I want to work. And there's been some companies I'm like, I'm not doing it. Or some places where I'm like, I don't, I don't fit. Or you ask me to speak on a certain topic and I'm like, I don't know enough information about it. Now you paying me enough. I can, I can do the research because now you're paying me to research mm-hmm. and become you know mm-hmm. knowledgeable on the subject and then go out and deliver a presentation mm-hmm. that I can do. But if you just come to me and say, Hey, I want you to speak on this. I'm like, that's just not my forte. That's not my area. Mm-hmm. Like I forget what it was. It was somebody who approached me to speak on a certain topic. And I was like, you know, like, I was just like, you know what? That's just not what I need to be doing. Right. Not this early in the game. Like, let me focus on my area and let me master mm-hmm. my craft. And then maybe I can step into something else. Because but I'm not going to just jump into that. Because if you do that and it turns out to be not, you know, at the level that you want it. Right. That's still on you. Right. It still falls on your shoulders yeah, still, because I'm the one standing on up there with the mic in my hand. Exactly. Head. And that makes me want to trust you uh, as a. As a person that's getting to know you now, that makes me want to trust your work even more because you're willing to say no. You're willing to say no to the money. You're willing to say no because it's about the experience and what these people are going to get. And if they're not going to get what they need out of this, then you're not going to present it. And that speaks volumes about your work. Now, if you were about the money um, and you went out and you did this, then you could be feeding people information that's not going to guide them. And it's... Uh your product is not authentic, just right. like with the Steve Harvey. Exactly. He wrote this book about what men want, what 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 men what, think. What was his what, book? I think when I think like a man. Think like a man, and women flock to this book, thinking that he had all this valuable information. But now you're coming out that you want the money over integrity. I can't trust that information that you gave me. Uh, my thing has always been: it's never necessarily been about the money. Yes, I run a business. So I know what I need to sustain the business, Mm -hmm. but I'm not greedy and I'm not money hungry. And like I said, I'm going to always give more than what I ask for. Mm -hmm. So if my price goes up, it's because the market has told me that my price has gone up Mm -hmm. and this is what I'm valued at. So you have to pay for what the market says that I'm valued at. It's no knock on you. It's not no disrespect to you. But if at some point I was you know, saying that it was this, but now it's this, it's because I'm in higher demand. And you have to respect that because it's a business. But what I'm not going to do is kick your back in because I know that I can. Mm. I'm not going to do that. And there's been plenty of circumstances where people have said, Brad, yo, we just don't have it. Like, but our kids need you. Could you please? Like, I'm at, don't, you don't even got, go no farther than that. Daytime in place. Just tell me, oh, but we don't have them. Don't even worry about it. I'll t- I'm going to take some pictures. We're going to do a video. Don't worry. That's awesome. Don't worry. Cool. I'm still going to do it. That's awesome. That's that speaks to like you gotta do what you love to do because then it's not working. Yeah. Then the, then the money. It's not like, always about the yeah, money. The like, money will if, come. If I left it up to okay, you gotta pay me X amount of dollars in order for me to come speak. 
Oh, I'll be, I'll be ter- I feel terrible inside because I have to go speak to the people. I got to speak to these kids. I got to speak life into them because that's what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. That is what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what make, is going to fulfill you. So if because you found your purpose, you don't want to lose track of it because that's when you start to, you know, your business starts to unfold and you just got to stay true to your brand. Exactly. And I, I didn't get into this for the money itself. Mm-hmm. It was like, I did it not thinking that I'm going to become a millionaire. Is it possible? Yeah, a lot of things are possible. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get into it because of the money. I got into it because I wanted to help people. And mm-hmm. I wanted to be uh, basically what I wish I had when I was younger. Mm. So are you happy with where you're at now? And like the things that you were able to accomplish, do you feel somewhat satisfied and about your, your career path? I mean, I think my, my issue is that I'm, I never actually feel satisfied. I always feel like I could be doing more, mm-hmm. which drives my wife crazy because <laughs> I think at this point I probably average only five, um, four hours of sleep a day mm. um, because I'm constantly working. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm like, I got to get it done. I got it. Like my wife would try to tell me all the time, please go take a nap. Please go lay down. Please don't do no work today. And I'm like, listen, if you only knew, like – I gotta like I cannot let the momentum go because if I let it go, then that gives another person the opportunity to take my spot. If you gonna beat me, you gonna have to outwork me, mm. and you just not gonna outwork me. I'm sorry. Name it like name another motivational speaker in New Jersey that's hot that you like. Yo, if you need a speaker, go get. You can't. So how are you balancing a family and your drive? There has to be like a balance. Right? Yes, yes, I do try to uh, create. A certain amount of balance. So I will, you know, talk to my wife. Hey, what are you doing this day? Are you are mm-hmm. you busy? I know where her schedule is. Mm-hmm. Her, she don't know what my schedule is because <laughs> I'll be all over the place because it it's ever changing. Mm-hmm. So I'll go by her schedule and be like, hey, I know you're going to be home this time or whatever or the weekend or whatever. I don't have nothing on my schedule. I'm not going to put nothing on my schedule. So let's go. Like I took her out for mm-hmm. um for Valentine's Day, but it was actually the Monday after Valentine's Day because mm-hmm. we were busy. Mm-hmm. So I took her out to this really nice restaurant where they came around and they give you all different cuts of all these mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm. meats of lamb. And yeah, like veal those Brazilian restaurants. Right. And it was it was really, really nice. A nice uh, restaurant. And I and I'm looking around and I'm like, yo, this is why I work as hard as I work, so that I could give you I can give her these moments. So when they brought the check out and they put it on the table, I looked at it and I was like, yo, a year or two ago, bro, this would have hurt me. Yep. Like this check would have really I've been there. hurt me. And I literally took out the took out the business card, put it on the table here, go ahead and, like um, take, the tip. <laughs> yep. and take the tip. You get you. that confidence about yourself. With <laughs> yeah. that. And, and mind you, I ain't do it like that, but I'm just yeah, like, yo, yeah. here, take yeah, the yeah, tip. Yeah. You know, that's that's how you yeah. inside. But on the inside, I was like, yo, Brad, you you worked for this. Yep. Like, and can't nobody take that away from you, like the way that you know, your wife is looking at you at where she's looking around the room and she's happy and she, mm-hmm. she ain't got to dig in her purse. Yo, you even tip no- different. Like, let me get you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm saying you even like, yeah, different. you know what? You did smile, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. You did. I mean, yeah. Your shoes is tied. Uh, yeah. okay. You put the lemon yeah. with Find the water no on the wedge on that. Yeah. I mean, you gave me lemon and lime. I like oh, that. Man, yeah. $25. Yeah, you, <laughs> oh, you refilled that cup of water. Yeah, without me asking? You feel good when you have money with you, man. Yeah, well, I can't wait to get to that point. <laughs> wait, wait. It was like, man, you know what? He did tell me what his name was when I asked what his yep, name was. You, you know what? You know what? 
Stop paying attention to them. Yep. Pay attention to the people, if you have any that are in your life, and if you don't have any that are in your life, I'm going to say it to you now. Start working on uh, when is the marriage counseling going to be done? Mm. When is that going to be finished? Because I, I made a sole decision that, well, me and my, uh, my wife, that we're going to go through marriage counseling first, first so that if there was anything that comes up that could cause us to get a divorce, we'd, we know how to address it. Yeah, you got instead your armor. Of, instead yeah. of it being, you know, oh, it just popped up five years down the line. We're just going to call it quits. <laughs> no, we mature. in this thing for the long haul. My yeah. wife just sent me a meme a couple of days ago. She said, listen, if you you get tired of me, you better go on the couch and take a nap because I'm not going nowhere. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's what mentality you need to have. I and I'm like, that. hey. I told my wife that a lot of times. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you can you be ain't going you nowhere either. <laughs> like, I love hearing You that. might as well, you know, you might as well just chalk it up. Yeah, and, and don't get it. Take and don't, a breath. Yeah, like, and don't get it <laughs> and twisted. Let's keep going. Don't get it twisted. It's not like we haven't gone through phases where it was like, "Yo, it's it's over, it's over." Oh yeah, yeah. We're yeah. not gonna make it. And it's like, yo, if you really want this, if you really gonna work for it, you are gonna have to have some uncomfortable conversations. You are gonna yeah. have to expose some stuff. You are gonna have to say some things you don't really want to say. Yeah. And you are gonna have to work through it and get past it. Otherwise, it's just gonna keep coming. It, that thing just gonna keep rearing this mm-hmm. ugly Been head. Been through all of that. Yep. yep, I love to hear Still that. going through it. Now. I mean, you, that never stops. Yeah, but it's about commitment and because you would think it stops, but as <laughs> it's about commitment, <laughs> as new stuff goes on, communications. Yeah, communications key. I'm working on that now. I'm a I'm a terrible communicator. Yeah, but it's never I keep terrible stuff inside too much. Yeah, but if you're right, the right person, there's no such thing as terrible communication. No, it is. No, it is. It is. I, it is. I feel like when you're with somebody and you're making a commitment as marriage for, for marriage, and you're going as far as marriage counseling, there's a way you're going to be able to connect with your partner. Yeah, you just really got to try easier that. Easier said than done, depending on the person. Like that's hard for me. See, yeah. I I had an issue with shutting down. So yeah. I, I don't like something. You say something I don't like, I just shut down, and I'm just I'm out. I'm like, whatever, I ain't, I ain't, we ain't got to talk, we, whatever, you do your thing, I do mine. And I had to, like, yo, stop acting like a little boy. Mm. Stop acting like a little boy. Be a man and open your mouth and tell her that you don't like this or you don't like that, whatever the case may be. Or if you can't speak at that time, just be like, okay, and just let it be. And then come back and revisit it later when you're in a, yeah, that's, when you're not emotional. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's that's true too. I'm a communicator, so I guess that's why I said I want to communicate. Yeah, that's what I'm you ve- probably like, I cool. am a you, communicator. You like you sit, come over in. here, sit down, let's yeah. talk. And then on top of that, there's no way that I could have a career as an effective communicator and I can't communicate with my own wife. Yep. Hey, say that again. Come on. All right, guys. This is our episode twelve. Yep. So Thank you. Get, no, we still got to do Song of the Week. Oh, yeah, that's right. I hope Song of the Week is coming. Yeah, baby. that's right. What's the Song of the Week? Um, the Song of the Week is by an uh, artist named Jack James. Jack James. Yep. Okay. And it. this name of the song is Wave. Okay. So it's just a, it's just a single. It's not on an um, album or anything. So All go right. check it out. All right. Take a dive in the deep end with this 
Um, Jack James on um, the song called Wave. Y'all make sure to check out this social gibberish um, playlist, please. Um, yep. Our handles. Um, no, first let, we should um, have Brad tell him, say, tell the people where he's what he's doing, what's on the horizon, where he can get the book again, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. So uh, you can easily go to uh, Amazon.com so you can get a copy of the book, Pain, Passion, Purpose. Or if you are in the Trenton area, New Jersey, Central Jersey area, whatever the case may be, I will come and hand deliver a book to you. And if you would like one, you can always hit me up on Instagram at B underscore R-A-D inspires. Or you can find me on uh, what's that? Facebook at B dash rad inspires. YouTube B dash rad inspires. And that's pretty much all of them. Uh, so you can pretty much find me on all platforms i'm pretty easy to find yeah we're gonna keep the put the links in the show notes we can 
Ain't yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll get you that all that info too. So, but yeah, it was man. a really pleasure. It was a pleasure having you on as a guest. Thank oh, you so thank much you. for you. Already found so it. I already found the book on Amazon. I'm gonna buy it right now. Hey now, yeah, me too. Because I'm hold on, I got one right here in front of you. Oh, okay, I, I'm 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, and I'm that. nosy, so I'm I'm on reason. Trade. I'm gonna slide, <laughs> slide this book over there. You're gonna slide a twenty over. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll work. That'll work. <laughs> all right. Well, um, I'm at Jovi1982 on Instagram. Um, make sure you DM me and tell me you listen to the show. <laughs> but you can find me there and at Social Gibberish with the J um, on Instagram. You can find us on there on Twitter with the same um, name and X Social Gibberish at gmail.com. Um, Jarrell. I am Jarrell on Twitter and IG. All right. Thanks for joining us. Bye. All right. Peace. Farmers Insurance knows the difference between a car hitting your bumper and a clown car hitting your bumper. Sorry about that. Because we covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.